0: all right guys it's mike five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one we've got a pretty special part one this week because we've got two interviews and they're in rapid succession um partly because there's two of them so it has to be quite rapid partly because i was really late because the baby was awake and teething and it's all very boring and noisy um but uh dr Bates started without me like the true hero that he is interviewed ron Bowes first of all and i managed to join halfway through that which i'm really pleased about because i love ron he's a really nice guy um and then we interviewed ill-advised harry from ill-advised who uh both of which have a new album out today yesterday this week at some point uh both their albums came out this week um and we had to get them both on the show and harry had had to go really quickly uh, which is why it was all a bit of a rush and then we played some amazing music and it's a really really good uh part one i mean it's you know listening back it's really strong maybe we'll do that more often although it's a bit stressful doing too many interviews at once so maybe we'll try and stick to one uh, but yeah absolutely brilliant um you know there's a good point that ill Advise makes at the end which is you know when we talk about independent artists they don't have big marketing budgets behind them they don't have big record labels throwing money at people to listen to and, and hear their tunes and buy their music or stream their music or whatever um, and so you know, the way I see it is you know, we are one of the things that helps to fill that role for some people. Um, and we hope that you do that too. You know, If you like something, share it, talk about it, tell a friend, tell someone else. I and mean, we know that you tell people about the show because more people keep listening. Um, well, consistently, actually, every week, the number of listeners goes up. Um, so we thank you for that. Please tell uh, your friends, your family, your colleagues, anyone who's willing to listen about a song you enjoyed from this show or part two or another episode of NMS at some point in the future, and pass it forward, pay it forward. What's the expression? Whatever. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Cheers, guys.
1: Is, is that is that a good lead in? I mean, what's that? <laughs> Cop
0: twenty six.
1: Welcome to Music Saturday. Uh, Guys, sorry uh, for the very late start. We do apologize. Uh, Mike will be joining us shortly. We start without Mike. So we do apologize for the late start. But without further ado, let's welcome our guest. Welcome back, Ron Bowes. How's it going, buddy?
2: Yeah, it's great to be here. I tell you, it's great to be here. I was just chatting with Lauren Reed, 8 Dollar Run, before I came on. Nice. Exchanging a few insults.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's uh, actually sent us a, a, a. three uh I believe german songs and we were looking for the translations online <laughs> so
2: <laughs> yeah he's working with melanie coley quite a lot recently they've done a lot of tracks with her great stuff
1: oh yeah man <laughs> there's one I was looking up Was like well i know what that means but i'm not sure what the rest of it means. So i'm gonna look it up so but man you've been working like a madman literally you're 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 constantly on the go with with new stuff and especially with another new album coming out very soon uh, let's talk about that first, uh, how, I mean, with all that you're busy with, like your collaborations, that sort of thing, how do you find time to do your own stuff?
2: Well, fortunately, or unfortunately, uh, fortunately, uh, I, I took early retirement. Um, it wasn't a good reason for taking it, but, uh, I, I was say forced to early retirement. So I thought I'd throw myself into my music, which I did. Uh, so I've got all the time in the world, you know, rather than mow the lawn, I'll write a song. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I've got all the time in the world to do music and, uh, uh, and I am a prolific songwriter, if I'm the first to admit that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I figure that if I write enough songs, most of them will be crap, but the odd one will be good and get through. You know what I mean? Quantity right. will get a few good ones slipping through.
1: <laughs> well, uh, the newest one you sent us, which we'll play in a little bit, called uh, Rules of the Game, uh, that's when I, when I first heard the track I, to myself right away, I thought that's that's. What Ron Bowes is—that's that's kind of the heart of Ron Bowes, right there. Just the guitar, still the whole thing. I know you've done many, many different variants of different uh, uh, genres, which is awesome. But just the first couple of looks is like, man, that's e- even if I didn't know the song was yours, it's like, like that's got to be Ron.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, that, that is a typical Bowes track, yeah, uh, and the album. It's quite eclectic. I've got uh, more different stuff in than I normally would have, but the backbone of it is pretty much that sort of blues rock um, influenced by the Stones, as you know. Uh, But that type of uh, blues rock style. But I've got, in the album, I've got a folk track as well, which will surprise you. Um, uh, And I've got a real sort of funny jokey bluesy track and um you know there's a couple of little surprises in there just to break it up a bit you
1: know right no fair enough that's awesome like, and no i wouldn't have i uh, guess the folk track from you
2: <laughs> no no it's it's a bit different for me but uh, um i've had some very good feedback on it so i thought i'd stick it on the album so
1: there you go that's awesome well uh, it just it, it always amazes me i mean it wasn't that long ago that you were on the show with us for the first time uh, uh, with a. Uh, um, um, Rock a Heart. Rock a Heart, yeah. But I just, it just, go from, going from that to this and then just all the different collaborations you've done, it always amazes me that you're able to uh, keep up, it would be the wrong phrase, but just that you're, you're, you're constantly changing and, and it's, it's just so cool. It just it, it shows your diversity.
2: Well, I, I, um, I have an eclectic taste in music, very broad church of music, any case. Okay, I've got my strong influences. But I'll listen to most things and I can find some good in most genres, even genres I'm keen on like, um, you know, sort of uh, old style country and western. I can still find tracks that I like. Right. Um, So I'm prepared to do lots of different things. And I like to uh, change things up. You do get uh, strictured if you stay to the same thing all the time, Was it? Bowie said you've got to push yourself outside of your uh, comfort zone, otherwise you're not really a musician. Right. Um, so I like to do that. And I obviously, the, the, because I collaborate with so many people, you know, like uh, Eight Dollar Rum and Rocker Heart and uh, 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 Jesse Rodriguez in Kingstorm.
1: Right, oh um, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, that pushes me in different directions. And I enjoy doing that, that's fine. I mean, like uh, uh, Heart and Bows, I get to really go for the bass lines because, you know, it's vocals and bass lines for me there. Right. Whereas... Uh, if I'm doing my own stuff, probably the bass takes a back seat. It's not important. It's not, you know, it's not my raison d'être for that particular, you know, the particular songs that I'm doing. Right.
1: Now, um, uh, that being said, uh, they have, of uh, obviously, uh, multiple influences. How how do you kind of focus the ones you want for for the certain genres you're playing? Is it does it is it just kind of come naturally, or do you have to kind of um, I'm not sure how, to, how, how, how the best way to put this is or to make it sound like it actually makes sense, but um, I, how would, what, would, what would be a way you go about kind of getting yourself ready to play a different genre of music?
2: Uh, well, in the collaborations, it's fairly easy because someone will send me something that's not my usual style, so obviously I've got to adapt uh, to whatever they send me. I mean, a good example is Kingstorm, classic rock, Um I never really did classic rock. I did progressive rock. I did blues. I did uh, blues rock, and and I love classic rock, but I just never really did it. Right. You know. So when he sent me uh, his stuff, um, and I'm just doing vocals for Kingstorm, nothing else. Um, I thought, right, well, you know, I've got to channel my. Uh, my Ian Gillan, I've got, to, <laughs> I've got to challenge my Ian Astbury, something like that. You know, I've got to go along those lines. Um, and the same with uh, uh, Rocker Hart. when he right. had specifics that he wanted me to do when he sent me the music. It wasn't just Ron Sink to this. Uh, he, you know, he had, he had in his mind, he had it all set, what he wanted, and so I tried to achieve that. And that is exactly what I do with Joseph Rodriguez as well. He'll, he'll go he will indicate what he wants, Right. and then usually I fulfill that. Um, but uh, when it comes to my own music, uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, let me sort of put it into some perspective. The album that I've just got out now, Outlaw, uh, which was released yesterday, um, I uh, postponed it for a couple of months for various reasons. And in that time, I've already taken out three songs and put in three different songs three different songs, <laughs> because for an artist, and I'm sure there's lots of artists out there that think the same as I do. Hey,
1: right. You, sorry, you
2: do
1: a yeah. Can I interrupt you for one second here?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Normally it wouldn't, but uh, uh, Mr. Mike Five is ready, so we're gonna we're gonna add to the call here. Yeah, sure. All right. And add. Sorry about that, Ron <laughs> That's
2: okay. Yeah.
1: And hello, hey Mike.
0: Hello,
1: hey guys. Sorry, I'm late. No problem,
0: problems. Yeah, well, not so much me. The nearly one year old decided to kick off, so it was yeah, uh, been there. uh, Yeah, (laughs) so I thought I I was done with it when my son turned about eight, but apparently not.
1: Well, kind of here. Yeah. I'm glad
0: you're here. I'm yeah, glad you're here. I'm sorry I, to interrupt you mid-flow. Yeah. yeah, I
1: forgot what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 kind of lost thought trying to thought too honestly. So, <laughs> but <laughs> this is what happens when you show up late, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, well, like, I can only apologize. It's just, no, it's, it's like I, I just, I, would, I just think of this, this has always been one of my favorite means. It's, it's, it's a sign, and it says well I guess light nights cancelled thanks a lot Dave <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so but either way um, I well Mike uh, I've asked a, a few questions so uh, since you've just joined us uh, and we've been so really interrupted
2: I was sober when I started
1: out waiting for this interview oh now I'm just pissed to be <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> most people say it's better with a drunk anyway music's better when you're drunk
2: when
0: you're writing
1: it,
2: it's better when you're drunk it's not when <laughs> no, you're sober he's, yeah. <laughs> wake up wake up to... and hear the last track you did and you think my god what was I
0: on <laughs> yeah exactly I, I oh, used to play live that? drunk quite a
2: lot when I was <laughs>
0: When I was younger, and then someone recorded a live set, and I realized <laughs> I probably ought not to do that anymore. <laughs> it's always a bad. Always a bad <laughs> It's never good. Um, I, did, I did hit play on the live stream just before I joined to try and um, uh, figure out uh, where to jump in. And I, I heard you talking about the new album, and I guess. Um, I don't know because the stream is twenty seconds behind. I don't know if you'd finish that conversation about the new album, but probably. Uh, I had listened yesterday. <laughs> I had yesterday, and I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of your strongest yet uh, in terms of the you know choice of tracks. Everything else it was you know it's it's always a pleasure to hear music from you because you do so much. But um, it was it was really good. So I guess. I was going to ask you about that and how it came about and I know it was delayed for a bit and stuff like that um, but if you've already talked about that you can talk about something else. <laughs> I don't mind.
2: Well, I, I think we were sort of halfway through that. Yeah. At,
1: at you, you're, you're, oh brilliant. He, okay. Yeah he was just talking about the compositions and how you, you know, well someone organised the album like for his own stuff because he, he was just talking about collaborations but go, but he says when it comes to my own stuff blah 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Please continue. <laughs> yes,
2: alright. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, I, um, I was saying that there's the, the, an eclectic mix on the on the album compared to maybe some other albums I've done. Um, but I want that was a deliberate move. I wanted to put some uh, different stuff in, like you know the jokey blues track, the folk track. Um, I wanted to break things up a bit, but I still wanted to keep. The strong blues rock uh, vibe that I've got, and um, uh, I, I agree with you. I think that's one of my strongest albums. I, I, it's, my, it's well, but then every, every new album I do is my favourite. I'm sure that goes along with with other artists. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about. Other artists, that's what I was saying when Mike came on. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying about, but
1: I can remember it was about other artists. Yeah, I was so focused on getting his message and getting him back online that I, I lost track of a train of thought too. I was like, see, oh crap.
2: See, all those, all those other artists out there were thinking he's going to say something really interesting now about other artists, and then Mike came in. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just I get what I was going
0: to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> If it helps, I get that reaction
1: a lot, so. uh, you know, uh, 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 South Park, you know, oh, come on, Ned, this isn't a whorehouse, this is a horror house. aw!
2: <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. I remembered what I was going to say. I'm sure all the artists out there would agree that you do tracks that you think are great, and the fans go, meh. And then you do a track that you think's, is meh. And the fans think it's great.
0: Uh, hooray! That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's true though. Like the the most played song on the last one in five EP, you know, like as in you know, radio and podcasts and <laughs> everywhere is is my. Well, it's not my least, but it's one of my least favorites. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly, <laughs> and that's, it's just that's yeah, the point. yeah. I'm not but I think that,
0: it's like, because like. Oh, go on, sorry.
2: And I was just going to say that, that my, my most played track on Spotify is is something I am not proud of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just always the way. I think it's, like, for me, it's... Um, in all the bands I've been in, there's been, like, one song where it's quite easy to play, and I guess maybe because of that, it's sort of the catchiest, whereas I quite like to wander off and do weird shit. So... When I'm playing something and it's quite easy to play, if I'm playing it live and I'm playing the same thing over and over again for four minutes, I get a bit bored of it. But of course, everyone else loves it because they can follow it. <laughs> as opposed to the well, sort
2: of you know, other you random nail, shit that I like. To do. you've hit the nail on the head, Mike. Uh, uh, the, the thing is, to an artist, if you have to stretch yourself, if you have to work hard, if, you have, if you're really proud of the lyrics and you've really constructed this really well, that'll be the one the fans aren't interested in. Yes. You love it. <laughs>
0: You love it because of the challenge he gave you. Oh, well, fuck, them. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck him. i will make it for no that. I was under
2: instruction from uh, uh Rum to stick as many swear words as I could into yeah. this interview, so
1: yeah. I, fuck you. Yeah, uh, well, yeah fuck him if you can't take a joke. <laughs>
2: it's fucking easy. <dead>. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, it's, it's
1: you know, it's funny they were doing this because I, I literally i am not I'm, not, I'm not shitting you. Ha ha ha. But um, I wa- literally the other day. I watched an old South Park episode when they were able to say shit on cable network, and they said it 162 times in about twenty in about 23 minutes. So, and it was so funny. And just thinking about this right now because uh, at the end, you know, Drake, like, uh oh, I think like, I can say shit as many times as I want. Shit, 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 and the the, the, the clock's like rolling like mad, and they like, stopped it 162 times. Like, in 23 minutes
0: <laughs> brilliant
1: yeah.
0: that's it, that's it. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about folk music because you just mentioned that there is a sort of folky track and uh, I found out yesterday was it that you don't really like folk music which surprised me um, but I was going to ask you about that not that I don't really uh, like fake music. I mean, this is a
2: long, ongoing thing. really on. Because um, when I wasn't doing music, prior to taking up music again after a long 10-year gap, um, a friend of mine is a music journalist, and he writes for folk music. And he asked me to come along to a couple of gigs, and he asked me if I'd write some reviews. So I actually did write some reviews. For a folking... Uh, for a folking? <laughs> It's called com. so that's why I said folking. For a folk site, but I tended to do the blues reviews.
3: Uh.
2: But going to these uh, folk uh, uh, shows, I saw some really good folk rock bands. I mean, really good. And that's what made me want to get back into music again. So it's not quite right to say I don't like folk music. I'm not keen on traditional folk music, but folk rock, I can go with that. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why I asked the question deliberately in a provocative way, because I know there's obviously stuff that you like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. But then also, I'm sure you said you didn't have a... Hello?
1: Yeah, Mike? Oh, can you not hear me now? I can hear you now. I can, I can hear, hear you me okay.
2: me now. I, I, all I got oh, was you didn't have.
0: All right, good. Wouldn't it be great if after I turned up late, the internet then broke as well? Yeah, just right. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> some,
2: uh, some, some up by year, that would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, COVID. Hold my beer. <laughs> 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 no, I was going to say uh, there was a. You said um, you said something about not having a particular uh, kind of thing for metal as well, and I was thinking, well, some of the stuff you get involved in is pretty heavy, but I think that probably leads to what you. Well, I think I heard you say earlier when I before I joined on the live stream, which is actually, you, you probably find the good in most types of music. It's just about finding the bits you like, I think, isn't it?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, when it comes to heavy metal, I mean, um, uh, Heart and Bose is about as heavy as I'm prepared to go. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> uh, it's pretty heavy. I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. And, 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 you know, that's great doing that stuff. I love working with rocker. Um, uh, I, that's fine. But, you know, like, Death metal, thrash metal, nothing. Not going to happen. I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be destroying my vocal vocal box. (laughs) What's left of it? (laughs) Shrieking out something that doesn't have a tune. Um, And that sounds like an old fart, but the musicianship musicianship is, is, you know, the shredding I can go with. The vocals, piss off. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first Ron Bowes would not be joining your death metal band <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to reject someone <laughs>
2: I can see the hate mail
1: now alright <laughs> well we're going to take this opportunity to play uh, song off this new album Outlaws this is Ron Bowes and rules of the game right on Ron Bowes and rules of the game and I said earlier on in, in the show that this is a great tune and the, this opening riff is this classic Ron Bowes like see so see hear that you, you know it's Ron like right away you know it's, it's like hearing it's like uh hearing an opening to, to a to stones too like you know what stones right away right so but this is a badass tune Ron you always put out such good stuff and it just your 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 we'll call it talent never ceases to amaze me because you always kind of give us a little bit more each time. Uh, that's
2: uh, very kind of you to say so, and uh, I just tell you, it's been a real blast, guys. A real blast.
0: I have to say, this this uh, like the whole album is really versatile, and there's just loads of cool tracks on it. But this is like this to me. If I was if someone said, "Oh, who's that Ron bloke you interviewed?" I okay. go he plays this kind of music. <laughs> i yeah. probably play that track. It's got <laughs> a bit of thing. Like, it's got, even like, like the backing vocals in that, where they add just loads of atmosphere. They're really kind of rich. Like, that's a, you know, you, you do those sorts of little layers really well. The guitars are fantastic. All the little licks and it's, you know, it's just kind of fun, isn't it? It's sometimes as, you know, quite intricate guitar solos. With this one, it's almost just like, you know, you can imagine, you, ima- you can actually imagine, five Ron Bowes on stage. jamming <laughs> And <laughs> listen to it, and like, one, of nods, one of you nods to the guitarist, Ron Bowes, and he goes off a little bit, and then the bass and the drums are like, let's get a funky here then, all right, then. It's just kind of brilliant. It's filthy, funky, bluesy fun. I, I, I fucking love it, to be honest with you. I think it's really good, mate. Really, wouldn't really be, good. Stuff. Wouldn't
2: it be great if I could gig with myself? <laughs> I mean, it would
0: be awesome. I used to well, read... Um, I don't know if you ever read Match magazine, uh, but I used to read it in the nineties, like when I was a kid, uh, which was basically just like, a sort of like a gossip magazine for football, I guess. And uh, someone so I can't remember who the player was, but something like they used to do like fantasy teams. Like someone would go, you know, I support this team, and uh, like someone relatively well-known, like a Spice Girl or whatever, right. <laughs> would go, I, know, I support this team, and this is my ideal lineup. And uh, I just remember one distinctly. I can't actually remember who the player was was someone put 11 of the same player. <laughs> like <my> <laughs> I think it was Duncan Ferguson, I think. they it cuts fantasy out with is. the audience, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like my right. fantasy lineup is Duncan You're Ferguson. Not right. gonna yourself, you? You're not
2: going to fire yourself, sorry. You're not going to kick <laughs> yourself out of bed. Sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> desperate
1: to end this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Unfortunately, we are out of time. So, Ron, thank you so much. It's sorry for the late start, but we really appreciate it. We will get you back on.
2: I loved it,
1: guys. I loved it.
0: Tell you. Th- thank you, man. It's a real pleasure, and I'm very sorry I was late. It's
2: very rude to me. No problem. No problem.
1: Thanks That's again, it. Ron. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Take care. Okay. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So now we will call Mike back and uh, keep moving here. Uh, Mike, And there we go. And then we'll be talking to ill-advised Harry. So, so, so. Hello. hey mike all right so um we're gonna give uh i advise a call right now but uh oh, nice. obviously a, a quick thank you to uh ron both for joining us that was amazing we had a great time so we'd never have time but uh it's just it happens so
0: mate that was that was really good and, and i'm sorry for being late no man it happens worry. <laughs> it's, all, right.
1: it's all good no worries but, uh... Yeah, it's one of these. Um,
0: but it was great to talk to Ron. Yeah. He is fantastic. Sweet. And the new album really
1: hey. brilliant. Harry, what's really happening? Fantastic. What's up? <laughs> hey, man, how are hey. you? Let's see. All right. I'll
4: give I think my... I'm set
0: up. Yeah. We can hear you.
4: Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, you can hear just fine. Cool. What so, good... What do you guys go through? What? Does it matter? What's up? <laughs> <happening? laughs>
0: It well, doesn't matter. I'm not on video because my internet's rubbish.
1: Yeah. I, put yeah, my I, video, I put my video on so you should see me. So. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> well, okay. man, Harry, the one of your quickest albums you've ever put together, Karma's a Bitch, and man, what a fantastic album it is. Like, uh, what I, I guess we know part of what your drive was to make this album, but uh, what kind of gave you the, uh, you know what, I'm going to get this done and I'm going to get this done quickly but
4: efficiently. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect it um, I just was kind of on a creative spur uh, for writing inspiration I think I did 35 songs that are pretty much recorded and produced and uh, 11 of which made it on this album
0: Nice. 35 songs
4: yeah and, and then wow. some I haven't counted them all but some, like, <laughs> like done and then the next album after Karma's Bitch is done so we just
0: we just spoke to ron Bowes, who who writes like 35 songs a minute as well and i feel like there should be a collaboration there where you just like even if you're not writing a song together you should see who can write the most songs in like a day (laughs) 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 that'd be great um harry i was gonna ask you and i knew you were going to do this and you've done it um Whenever you come on the show, and no one else can see this apart from me and Bonesy, you're always uh, dressed impeccably, first of all. You look great. (laughs) Um, But also, uh, you always have what looks like a very fancy drink. uh, And this looks like some sort of Starbucks frozen coffee type thing. Uh, Could you tell us what you're drinking? Because I'm sure everyone wants to know the
4: answer. (laughs) Uh, I am a a Starbucks. Uh, My drug choice. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, I don't know what I'd be able to do, man. If, um, you know, I, I keep vampire hours, as they say. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what,
0: what kind of. I don't know anything about coffee. What kind of Starbucks is it?
4: Uh, it is. Oh, yeah, this is very exciting. This is venti uh, Iced Latte because, I mean, basically, this is the most caffeine you can fucking get from. <laughs> so. So I have two or three of these a day and, and that lets me kind of ride that wave until 7 in the morning 8 in the morning yeah. Yeah. Excellent, Excellent.
1: Really climbing the walls <laughs> and walking the ceilings <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> The uh, the other way to keep going all through the night is to have a baby uh, but I don't recommend that, I'd stick with the coffee <laughs> 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 To be honest with you um, The new album's brilliant mate Yeah, oh yeah Absolutely brilliant
1: Thanks, I appreciate it. And uh, Matt, that's right. go on, Bensy. I was gonna say, I, uh, 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 like Mike. Uh, we both listened. We even sent the, the private link to listen to the, to the album, which is amazing. But once I saw the video for "Visions," like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's like, I don't think I've ever seen Harry Ray's skateboard before. This is pretty cool. So I guess my question would be, is like, like, are you are you still keeping that up, or do you still have time for that, or is that kind of like a back burner sort of thing?
4: Oh God! Yeah, yes, yeah. So you're bringing up my former life. Well, well I asked for it. So. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I've I've um I uh I used to I've been skating since God since I was seven years old. Um, it was just something I I've done. You know, every day for years of my life. And then when I was in college, I I, I tore my meniscus really badly. So that kind of put me off for a right. few years. And. Uh, just thinking of things to do you know with kind of covid still happening and it was like oh yeah i, I haven't i haven't done this in a while so i just kind of did it on a whim a uh, skate skating around some old haunts and uh yeah so that was the video so it was it was actually a lot of fun to kind of reconnect with that part yeah. of myself well awesome man. It,
1: it did it did look like you, you you were generally having a good time doing the video in general
4: yeah no it, uh, you know my former life as a as a skater, and then uh, I used to play pro soccer too. Another former life. So well, that our- <laughs> I, I did you say sk- uh was a pro soccer player. So okay. So either the soccer or the music, and and obviously the music ran out when I had to pick between being in band or playing soccer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Or football, as they would say. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs>
0: That's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm familiar with the transatlantic terminology. Um, what, what position did you play in? I will ask you about music in a minute, I promise. But what position did you play in the football? I,
4: I was a defensive sweeper, so that was, that was my thing.
0: Nice, nice.
4: Really fast, so I could kind of midfield not my thing too much, too much back and forth. I doubt a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, no, my, my form was like.
0: So, you, you were the cleanup guy rather than the kind of box to box fancy guys. You are like, if they come past this line, I'm knocking them out.
4: <laughs> I, I like the guy, like, don't fuck with me. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as as Bones knows, from
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, man, I, I used to play hockey, and for me, yeah. um, I either play center or right wing. Center because they had a long reach, I was kind of quick to dump the puck back. But either right wing or center, I was always a bigger guy, so I more so to play, or I'd kind of plow uh, plow people down right, so they sit up for like uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, the, the, the penalty kill so you'd stack you stack up against so you have like three like you have a center and then the winger and then your ribs right the winger and always I'd always charge the point and they'd never ever get a shot off ever <laughs> so
0: what a lot of people don't know because we don't sort of advertise it but I've met Donce Bones, and he is a giant like, I don't normally have to look up to people i normally I'm not that all I don't normally have to look up to people, and my neck by the end of the week was sort of you know craning up at him
3: <laughs> <you know.
0: laughs> so i reckon, I reckon you'd uh, you'd do well there mate. Uh, I could go on all sorts of sidetracks about the worst injuries in football skateboarding and hockey, but perhaps we ought to talk about the new album and yeah. you did come on the show uh. Like, i think it was only brief i think there was like a mini interview in between at one point wasn't there um where you kind of um announced it and chatted about it and stuff but i guess you know obviously we're very popular we've had lots more listeners doing it since so perhaps for those that don't know uh do you want to tell us a bit about the background here because i've especially because there was supposed to be something else <laughs> it was supposed to be lizzie three wasn't it
4: yeah yeah and that's still coming it's just um yeah, it was interesting that yeah you know, when I went on I think when fading came out, that single that I was like, oh, yeah, it's right. say, the one love song I've written and then I was like, yeah, it was kind of that point the record was like oh, a little more positive, you know oh wow, like this is cool and then I'm like, fuck this shit <laughs> <laughs> Done! <laughs> so, so if you listen to the record it starts off like, oh wow and then it's like, oh shit, here we go <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know,
3: What
4: can I say? Um, But yeah, no, I... I I planned, uh, Losea 3, was I was working on that, and, and then it just kind of, these songs had a different energy. And, um, you know, it was a detour I wasn't expecting, but I think it was definitely worthwhile.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a fantastic album. I mean, it's, there's no doubt it's worthwhile. It's just interesting. You know, people, I, I've written so many, like, preludes to things, whereas, like, you know, four or five songs, I think one day I'll make that into an album, and then I just, like, move on to the next. <laughs> so i've got loads like, of like started oh. stuff
1: I, I, i've been following his snapchat so i've been watching a lot of stuff he's been doing so <clears throat> that's awesome thank you for that Harry <laughs> no, I, yeah
4: it's, you've been for better or worse yeah it's, it's
1: um well it's, it's because a lot of times to me i mean, I mean like, when when you're up essentially i'm up i you're you're you up doing some music i'm up overnight working so it kind of works out so it's, it's a good balance right so yeah <laughs>
4: Yeah, exactly. You're you're like one of the few people who actually is up at seven in the morning, <laughs> or, or two, three,
1: four, five in the morning. It's like, <laughs>
4: the time zone is, uh, <laughs> I guess. Mike, though, he's similar. To that he's five hours ahead, so
0: I yeah. just don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easier not to bother with sleep. I found. Yeah, you know, I used to love sleep, and then once you realise you can't have it, you just give up. you just don't bother. Just give up. <laughs> no. uh, well, um, I, I was always the guy that would sleep for eleven hours at a time. Now it's like if I get eleven minutes, I think I've had a great night. <laughs> yeah.
1: i was never that long was super, but um, let's take a quick turn and get back to music. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fine. No noise, not a problem. But we're we're a little bit limited on time here. But sorry, just um, oh, <laughs> say sorry for the hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry with a <the> hat
1: yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, Harry uh, I remember you saying the last time uh, we talked to you of uh, the different changes that it was uh, this album was just a little more poppy than normal but still had like the deal advised uh, um, we'll call it stable to it so how did you kind of mix the two quote unquote <laughs>
4: Oh geez, yeah. I mean, it's um, interesting because there. I, I don't do a lot of analysis, in terms of, uh, it's not calculated at all. Right. Um, I think it's, but I definitely uh, I. Some the, I love some of the uh, you know comments have made like oh it's a like it's a cool dance record like uh, that's definitely been an element that has come out a lot more. Um, where songs like Electric or Blank Faces or Casualty of Love really have that audience with um people who are kinda of into the rock thing. They're I tried to give like a modern, ill advised twist to it, but I those songs aren't necessarily, you know, um
1: <laughs> not necessarily
4: wanna go. I like I like I like them. I I think they're great songs and I let songs be what they're gonna be. Uh whereas a lot of artists are like, Well I can't go back to that so I'm gonna you know, but I definitely feel like uh the electronic stuff, the more dance stuff, um, like a lot of the newer stuff since Karma's Bitch. uh, Right. I've been working really in that vein. um, Yeah, it wasn't really a conscious thing. I think the, you know, I messed around with auto-tune a lot on this record, which I have never done before. Um, And I just, you know, I just wanted to kind of, I just got to keep pushing boundaries, man. You know what I mean? I'm not interested in doing what's been done. I don't really give a shit about that, you know, some people might be bummed out, or oh, what do you make, like, corporate Devices? I'm like, bro, like, it, like no, like, stop. <laughs> I mean, thank you to those who like that record, but, you know. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's a way to avoid being stagnant, right? What's that?
1: So it's a way to avoid being stagnant, right?
4: Right, I, I never wanted to be pigeonholed, and, you no. know, don't really get that in this era, which is kind of weird. I mean, they never have. You'd think with people listening to different types of music, um more than ever that they'd be more receptive but you know some people want their rock bands to be rock bands and i'm not a fucking rock band and at the end of the day i don't i think that genre is pretty fucking dead and um for what it's worth i mean you know it's kind of so yeah my my interests are more um just always got to be changing evolving uh that's just how i am
1: man you know what, and that's a perfect uh, precursor uh, to what we're going to play. So this is uh, your brand new song off Carmen's a Bitch, and there's also a video for it which we talked about, and I did talk about in my intro video to NMS. And it's awesome song, so dig this. This is Ill-Advised with Visions.
5: felt safe for myself in a long time But I guess it's just the way that I'm designed These words are my misery To you like red ink I bleed these words for you And all that could have been But you cannot comprehend Oh, write the letter that you wrote Guess I'm all right Take a drink, light them up Good at suicide If I'm already fucking dead on the inside Guess I never had a chance in a row
1: Visions office new album Karma's a bitch. Uh, and like I said before you put the song, this is a great tune and again different and we've talked about how you have been evolving musically and constantly and uh, e- even the, the, some of the vocal changes too, it just it just it's nice to have that different spin and different twist on it. And the the bridges one specifically, like it just it was such a like a smooth and kind of gradual kind of blah, like right there but man it just it, you, you nailed it and just uh, there's there's uh, i i can say i more than enough good things about this tune for sure but uh man like uh, and this compared to the rest of the album it's great
0: i think i was just saying off air what i really like is that there is that beautiful synth <laughs> um and obviously that great beat with it as well and it brings out, like you've said before on the show, there's a kind of 80s influence inherent from what you listen to as a charm, things like that. It brings out that stuff, but also it brings into where we're in this period of sort of synth wave and that kind of revival of, I think it's a real mix actually, a revival of 80s and 90s and a little bit end of 70s sounds kind of being smushed together at the moment and turned into something new. <clears throat> and it kind of feels like, you know, there's there's stuff out there and you've gone, well, I would do that this way, <laughs> which is very which is you. And it sounds fantastic. Like it just it works so well with your voice as well. Like it's just you've got, you know, that kind of I don't know how you describe but you know, your voice kind of you've got great tune. Obviously, you can sing a note, but you've also got it kind of like breaks up and crackles a bit to get the emotion out all that. That works so well over that kind of really clean sounding um production it's just like the juxtaposition of those two. i think it's fantastic I, r- I really dig this i think it's a really good um you know we normally say things like oh it's industrial and rock," you know this kind of stuff it's not any of that and it's yeah. still you <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> it's really cool Thank you. <laughs> i love it um what's your favorite song on the album
4: um it changes um <laughs> i like casualty of love just because um you know, I got to work with Ted Jensen uh, this time for mastering, and um, I just love the way just that the fucking drums just fucking hit. You know? <laughs> nice. That's yeah. um, Desolation Sky, which is going to be the next music video. Uh, really stoked on that one, too.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. Two very good choices. I find it really hard. I mean, you know, I ask people that question knowing that I would never be able to answer about anyone's album. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like... Cause I'm an album guy, anyway. It's like if I like the album, I'm not gonna pick a favorite song. I could tell you, I probably tell most people the worst song, but I haven't listened to yours enough. <laughs> <laughs> but now, genuinely, it's, it it really is, cool. It's a great, great sound, man. It's you know, it just it feels good. It's got a great vibe to it. It feels very relevant. Um, I think you just kind of you walk that line really well of kind of hitting the pulse, bringing in influences, but bringing it something different. You know, your production's brilliant. Um, I don't know anything about mastering. It's a complete dark art to me, but, you know, this guy kind of Ted Jensen's done a great job because it sounds really good. So, yeah, absolutely awesome, mate. Thanks. Uh, I think... Are we, we. Am I right in saying we've taken up all your time and you've got another appointment?
1: Just, <laughs> just yeah, we, we only have, like, two minutes left here, so...
0: <clears throat> so, what? okay, two minutes. What's the what's the thing that you would like to say to us the most either related to the album or not right now in two minutes
4: well um
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not to put you on the spot or anything but
4: <laughs> well um you know the obvious if you like the album please share it um you know as an independent artist so you can this spiel, sh- um, you know, uh, we really rely on people sharing and spreading the word through word of mouth because we don't have, you know, universal music or some big corporate fuck face to fucking, <laughs> to, you know, everyone and anyone until they want to puke. Um, so if you dig the record, you know, consider sharing it, you know, that, all that social media boring shit. I hate it, but if were up to me. I'd be in my cave, just putting out records, and you'd never fucking hear from me again. And that would be, you know, the way. But um, no, and no, thanks to everyone who's you know gives a shit. I appreciate it. You know, um, having me on, and um, yeah. What's
0: up? <laughs> 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 I was eloquent and beautiful. Thanks for the imagery in the middle. <laughs> yeah
4: at least you didn't ask me about dragons yeah yeah
0: right <laughs> there's more time I've got so many questions but <laughs> alright well Harry um, thank
1: you so much man we really do appreciate it and we will definitely get you back on for longer the next time Mike
0: no just to echo that really 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 appreciate it it's always good to chat to you um, I'm I'm, I'm genuinely you know <clears throat> we've just done well I've done one and a half because I joined late but Bonesy's just on Twitter he's off the bounce so I'm genuinely in awe of, of you know, you guys that can just write and record and put out music that's so brilliant. Um and this one I think you said was done in four months or something. It's incredible, really. Um so yeah, absolutely fantastic. You are of course right, and I will drive home that message and we always do on the show. Independent artists yes. rely on and live off of, you know, other people talking about their music because they can't pay millions of dollars for you know some magazine to pick it up and put it in front of a load of teenagers with disposable income. So if you like Harry's <laughs> tunes, go and find a way to give him money for them. <laughs> yeah. cuz then he can make more and they're fucking brilliant. So yeah, completely agree. Uh, and we absolutely love you, man. All
1: right, have a great night Harry. Thank you so much. All right. I... Okay, I think we're done. just going to get the uh, mic back here in Moment or so. Yeah. Okay. One second here. There we go. Okay. So Mike, and let's call him back and get him back in the horn here. Hello. Hey, hey, Mike. Okay, well, another great interview. Very, very short, but you we, we will have to make those up in August or September at some point. I would, I would hope to.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, it's fantastic. I mean, like I said, you know, I genuinely mean it. It's,
1: it's the album's brilliant. Oh, yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. But yeah. with with both arts, we just did not have enough time. I mean, it it, it happens sometimes, but we're still making it work. But uh, let's get to our next song. So the next song we're going to play is a song that when that's when my internet cut out last week. Because I messaged you and I said, you uh, know, yeah. I, as soon as as soon as I, I saw the Skype cut out, I looked up at the, at the speaker app and you know and and the record button was kind of going in circles. And at the same time too, it was going mic mic right there. Yeah. Kim, Kim Yellis goes, internet's down because she's watching, uh, she's streaming something and her show just stopped out of nowhere. That's so I was right. Like, yeah. I, was like, well, I was like, well, son of a, but at least I was able to kind of say, you okay, know, sorry guys, we'll we'll finish here because the only new song was uh, the Baldo song. Which we're going to play now, and uh, we do have a few more songs to get to, and we're doing pretty well despite the fact being late. We do apologize for that; uh, it, it Sorry. happened. No, man, it happens. You know, it, honestly, it's not a big deal. We made it work. I mean look what we've done so far, and we appreciate everybody's patience. So uh, next up, here we go with uh, the makeup from last week. So this is Valdo, and a songs called "Bang the Drum." Dig this. <laughs>
6: Giovanna Mosso. So-so. I'm in Jerusalem, they take the drone like 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 I'm in Jerusalem, like i am in they take the drone like i am in the drone like i am in the drone i believe in jerusalem the drone like i am in the i they like i am in the i i am in the i
1: Right on Valdo and Bang the Drum. Uh, this is a makeup from last week, but uh, what a cool, like, it was like almost almost can almost say hip hop industrial? <laughs> like, it just it just it was a really cool mix and just not something I've really heard before. Like, it was a, a very interesting at, at the how the they well, the, the whole arrangement just
0: yeah, I mean, it what I loved about that is just the versatility in one song. It kind of had drum and bass bits. It had dub bits, like you said. It kind of had a hip hop industrial feel. That's a, I want to hear more of
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a great idea, but yeah, it just it, it took bits of everything. It sounded fantastic. Um, I'm glad we got to play the full song. <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong.
1: Well, I mean, like, like I said, it just does. It, 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 it happened uh, last week, like you know, I just, like I said re- earlier on. You know Skype started to go down, and then Kim's like, "Oh, so, she's like, oh, internet's down." like so I was like, "Well, <laughs> not her fault, right?" So and and then nah, like, maybe yeah. two days ago, um, the the local cable company was actually working the corner, and I guess there was some issues just in general. So, oh
0: man, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, doing honest, we're quite lucky. Because, oh yeah,
1: absolutely. You know that kind of shit happens. All the time but we're,
0: we're generally pretty lucky and we were lucky because it was right at the end of the show anyway so. yeah exactly that's right but yeah no I'm glad because you know I think we heard most of the song last time this so was obviously...
1: the yeah we well, about half just over halfway through you know, yeah but so... we just couldn't hear each other we called back and forth like gonna pick up and hang up and suddenly go going, like, "Wall, what hell?"
0: <laughs> next yeah
1: exactly
0: <laughs> but, but yeah no, it's absolutely brilliant teen I really like it I, I really like the kind of I'm gonna I'm not gonna call it cross genre I'm gonna call it multi genre that's what
1: okay I'm gonna yeah nice
0: the <laughs> multi-genre feel. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really decent tune. It's proper cool. It's nice and chill as well. Like even though it's got a bit of intensity in it, you can just listen to that. You know, driving along the seafront, one arm on the wheel. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, you can just and,
0: yeah, it's great. As we, as we drift
1: back to the sixties, you know.
0: Like... Yeah. <laughs> yep. I I used to do that on Brighton seafront, but I used to listen to Get a with it by Will Smith when I did that. Oh, Don't know why. Just uh, felt good. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt good you got to do what feels good man enjoy oh, yeah. yourself you only live once I, I, I I'd, I'd
1: rather do the Carlton thank you <laughs>
0: well,
1: <laughs> that <laughs> would have no, also it's not, worked you know Tom Jones it's not unusual yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, yeah that, that would have worked in fact the Tom Jones version would have worked anything yeah, you, works when you're driving along the sea in the sun because no, it's fucking lush enough. so yeah
1: oh you know what uh, to be honest with you that's one thing I've, I've mentioned to Kim a few times that when things open back up at some point we should rent a Mustang convertible and drive up uh, the West Coast, you know, like through, Cal- oh. through, through California and stuff, so. Amazing.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, and I thought about it. The reason why I've been thinking about it for so long is because years ago, my dentist mentioned to me, because goes, oh, yeah. because well, my wife and I, we, goes, we rent a, uh, a Mustang convertible up the coast. Like, that sounds amazing. So, really it's like, yeah, at, at some point, we'll p- potentially get to it. Who knows, by then, maybe flying cars or electric, so. <laughs> Well, there are, sorry, there are electric cars right now, but, you know, they might all be work. So I should clarify, not generalize there. So,
0: Yes, Dr. Bates is aware that electric cars exist.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> your, your comment is not appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be awesome. That would be really cool. I haven't yeah. visited that part of the U.S. ever, and I would love to go to California and place yeah. like that.
1: Well I, I just I just really would love to drive along the coast, you know. I mean like I mean I do I do like beaches, like don't love, 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 but I do like beaches and I think it'd be cool just to kinda just take in the scenery, you know, and just uh, more or less to drive and honestly like literally the scenery the you know smog covered sky but you know blue water and white sand. Like <laughs>
0: Oh man, you make me wanna go on
1: <laughs> And and then, then followed by the smug clouds want to so we'll be part of uh, <laughs> so want we'll to we'll be, we'll be, we'll be part of fixing up part of the problem you know? <laughs> yeah. stop closing your eyes <laughs> like, yeah, so, <laughs> so as we drift back to the music which that was quite the tangent so to speak but um Okay, so back to the music. So next up, we have brand new. This is a world premiere hashtag NMS exclusive of the brand new Operation Neptune Spear song. And holding your hats because if you remember uh, about a week ago, we were talking about uh, when we played the uh, the Sound Ninjas new song. I mentioned you know the drums definitely has some uh, not Sean, Sean crayhan Sean crayhan hand feel to it. My God. Yeah, I, I want to say his Stand nickname. Guy. I want, to say, I want to say his nickname clown at the same time. That's what I'm kind of almost combining the two. Like his nickname is real name,
0: Sean Clownhand.
1: Yeah, Jim <laughs> 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 Bassinger, Basinger, Basinger. like, <laughs> but either way, this has, has some. I has definitely has a little bit of a slip out feel to it in certain instances. So man, dig this. This is uh, uh, pretty heavy. So here we go with the NMS exclusive of Operation Neptune Spear's new song called Eternal Supplication. Dig this. Right on operation neptune spear with eternal supplication an nms exclusive hashtag world premiere uh this was a great tune and like i said uh i said before this tune i'm saying it after and again that there is definitely some well even if it's not intentional i can definitely hear some slipknot influence and it's just a mix of uh, of a sean crahan and uh the gentle giant, who is Mick. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's great. I love Operation Empyrea Spear because even though, well, no, let me start that again. He he still kind of is very inventive in, in his metal songs, and even the lyrics and everything else, and the way it's, the way it's organized. Like you're you're always kind of gonna gonna get something just a little different, or just maybe. Bit, a little bit more heavy, heavier influenced by some certain bands, but it's still cool because usually when I'm doing that the ones I like, now it's, cool, oh, it's got swear got in it, it's got slip on it's got like, you know, fucking yeah. badass, you know, like, especially fucking like, uh, like hearing like some drumbees comparable to fucking Dave Lombardo, come on, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man, definitely, I, yeah, I mean, that, you know, you're right because it's, he writes metal. But there's a whole load of metal out there. Like, you know, we've talked before about all the different random jobs There's pirate metal. Do you remember we had a whole conversation about pirate yeah, metal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, but he does it, you know, his ability to diversify and mix things up in that kind of you know, broadly speaking metal thrush genre, uh, is absolutely fantastic. Cause this definitely has Whatever the fuck kind of metal you'd call Slipknot, (laughs) kind of influence in it, and he pushes the vocal as well. Like when he's going down that route where it's a bit heavier, he pushes the vocal so it's almost like, how would you describe that? The screams are more (laughs) blood-curdling.
1: Right. You you know (laughs) what? I'm trying to think, but I don't really remember how Slipknot is 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 categorized. But I don't really care because I love the music so.
0: (laughs) No idea. Genre is irrelevant. I think you know. It's, I mean, it's, it's not true.
1: The one thing, go ahead, sorry.
0: Well, I was going to say, I've said it's irrelevant, but it's not irrelevant because it's useful to compare things to things, but so much stuff now is, I mean, like that, you know, the track before, you know, it's multi-genre, it's, it's a bit of everything, it's not, it's not really crossing stuff over, it's including things and blending them together, which is a totally different thing, so it's almost irrelevant. You know what kind of metal something is. Who cares? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs>
1: it sounds good to me, so I'm good. Yeah, um,
0: but equally, you know, <laughs> that diversification within Operation Neptune Spears portfolio is pretty fucking awesome. Oh
1: so. yeah, <laughs> even with the lockdown sessions. Remember those?
0: Yeah, oh man, absolutely.
1: That was just a
0: thing and of beauty.
1: Speaking of which, and we're moving September now, so you're gonna you're inter- gonna send an email to Bill and um, kiffy Eight because. We're going to try to get both of them on the, the last uh, couple of weeks of August. Nice. And then the second week is when we're going to try to get on um, uh, Cynthia. And that's granted, the album is hopefully done. So I will send emails out to, to Kiffy and you, Bill, uh, to set things up. And as well, I'll talk to you, Rockerheart, get those set up. But otherwise, um, July, we're pretty busy. And it's kind of nice because when you have your vacation, that's literally the week after we interview Nazanella
0: nice Excellent. so
1: because the cause first thing I, like, oh, look, look, I was like oh yeah it's cool I was like oh oh, wait a minute oh crap I was like no, well now it's an hour on the 17th Is like okay good it's a week after Oof, good <laughs> so uh, what I'm going to do actually is uh, if he's listening we do have a song by him for later but uh, I'm going to ask Tex-Mex Shaman if he wants to take a over for one week and then I'll take a one week break so we're both off air then we can post out like a best of
0: yes yeah yeah that'd be cool definitely
1: So because we all deserve a break as much fun as we have doing this, but uh, that's uh, the up and coming. And next week we have Cosmic Boss, which I'm really looking forward to. I can't wait for that one. Oh, is that next week already? Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be a badass one. So um, I will post uh, this uh, picture in a second. But uh, as you know, last week I I know I put my, uh, we'll call it my skull scarf, uh, around my microphone. I said I I, uh, Steven Tart, my mic yeah well this time I put one of the two scarves that I bought England around it so I'll post that picture in a second so I wrapped that around my mic this time so
3: kind of keep it fresh right so
1: (laughs) (laughs) just for fun so next up we have brand new trope with a song called seasons change dig this And that was Trope and Seasons Change, one of their lighter songs, but this is a great tune and a great, fantastic album. It came out on the 31st, so please go to their band camp and pick it up right now. It's totally worth it. And the fact that the singer is from London, Ontario, so uh, London, Ontario, resident, <laughs> and making it in L.A., but what a great uh, formula they have. I mean, uh, just they, they, they have... I mean it does seem their their bio, you know you know if you like like tool, that sort of thing and then but they have like like tool and uh a little bit of prodigy honestly, in some cases, like it's just a yeah. just a couple of hints here and there, right? And uh and then Portis that as well and you mix it with her vocals and man you got gold. It's like this is uh, it's uh, awesome.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. You could go visit on your road trip up the coast.
1: Yeah, right, eh? Well, it all depends on when <laughs> that happens, right? Because, like, I mean, there's a few places we want to go to and we do want to meet up with you guys in Ireland at some point as well, right? So.
0: Oh, man, it's such a beautiful country. My home country, really. Right. So it.
1: so that that's going to happen um, a little bit quicker than the coast drive. So, but, you know.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Please. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a great tune. I mean, you know, I love the. Um, it almost had a like U two Joshua Tree vibe to it. The way the guitar was played, um, and I'm not a massive U two fan, but I
1: mean, most people would tell you that's a fucking brilliant album. Well, so. you, you, you're kind um, of just reference to the edge there, right? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, I'm right on the edge here. Um, <laughs> well,
1: uh, that's the thing. Uh, is you know what? You're right. It 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 is. It is actually. A pr- it's it's going to be an iconic classic album. It Really is.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a great tune. It has, you know, it has melody. It has um, just the way the vocal kind of sits in the thing makes it sound like it's floating. Is really nice. It's just the perfect amount of reverb. I don't know how people do some of these things they do when mixing things. Um, but, yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, and the whole thing just feels good. And it is quite a mellow team for them but yep. it works really really well as a mellow team it's really
1: good well man we have two more songs for part one then a quick break and then let's we'll come back for a quick break for part two we kick it off with the world premiere of the new blues food song so that's gonna be awesome and uh, I know Des is listening in. so uh, soon enough, Des and we'll give you a review of what like, a great song it is but before that, we're gonna get to our next song here, a brand new Wild Horse. You know, it's kinda of funny because we got a kinda kind of kinda of, kind of got a couple of last minute submissions and I I best do about this mic, and pretty much it came in like Thursday and Friday. So Wild Horse, Cosmic Boss, and Adam Bostock. Adam Bostock was easy because I just switched out <laughs> that one for another, so it worked out nicely. But then I definitely was okay, where well, am I gonna put Wild Horse and uh where am I gonna put uh uh um put uh, a wild horse? I was like, hmm okay, well, I can put it here, maybe, uh, and it's like, God damn. So it's kind of good to have the extra overnight that nobody (laughs) don't have so I can work on it and stay up late and just kind of look at it. It's like, okay, how is this going to sound better? How can I move this around and make this work? (laughs) Well, I
0: love, I I do genuinely love and admire the effort you put into the playlist because every show, you know, despite all the stuff in the middle where we talk sounds fantastic <laughs>
1: especially especially the new cosmic boss song too right because it'll be on next saturday so when i got that you know and but you know i i, I, I wouldn't expect anything less and that's not a knock i mean andy <laughs> andy from Cosmic boss it's, it's always almost always always comes into friday and generally speaking and this is cause we use this too generally speaking stephen baldwin usually sends a wild horse song usually on a thursday so, right. so you know, it, it's kind of so when I when I get it, I'm not surprised. And i says know I will make it work because these are the days that I usually get dismissions from uh, at least these few bands, right? <laughs> so, but I got it. Like the
0: consistency. That's, I'm yeah, exactly. Wait, well, right, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Without further ado, let's get to a new Wild Horse song called Record Collection, dig this, which I think all of us are kind of building up a nice one. I know I am. I just got my Cranberry's record the other day and still waiting. Not sure if it's been shipped yet, but I'm waiting for my Book of Worms final as well. But oh, yeah. that aside, here we go with a brand new Wild Horse and a song called Record Collection, dig this. the moon. and record collection and uh, we've said many times and uh, Stu has as well Stu from <coughs> Clean Blend Radio Show if you not check it out please check it out uh, he's a close friend and an awesome DJ for that show and uh, I, it was a, a while ago uh, that uh, we were all talking and we were uh, doing the show together and he he mentioned I think he had a us thing that they three coming to their sound and he's absolutely 100% right they are just nailing it and just with time, they're just getting better and better. The more progression, and they, you, you can tell that they're they're they have a, a a bit of a tighter collective because they've been playing together for so long. And honestly, they kind of uh, may not the sound exactly, but they kind of have uh, uh, we'll call it uh, a beginning of Beach Boys uh, feel to them. The way they've been playing <laughs> there for so many years, right? Yeah, not not, not, like, not, not followed like, by all the, all obviously all the all the unfortunate stuff that went along with it. But either way. Um, I love this song, and record collection, you know, got to mention the Beach Boys, you got to mention Vinyl, so and we are all expanding our own collection tour. But great tune. Go ahead, Mike, sorry.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> just a slight side note. I don't know if this is true, but my mate told me that um, the Beach Boys, what, what's the, I can't remember the name of the album now, what's the really famous Beach Boys album? Pet Sounds? Thank you. Uh, my, That's my me favorite. That Pet Sounds was basically took a load of acid because the Beatles did and they went oh we want to sound a bit like that because they got really good <laughs> you, know <laughs> of acid.
1: you know what you know what I've heard that too that it was their answer to the Beatles uh, Sgt. Pepper so
0: yeah that's right and they're just like oh well if they did it we should try acid and then I mean I but, don't know if you see the guy now Brian whatever his name is you think that's a bad idea Brian Wilson, that's it. You think that's probably not a great idea, but in (laughs) fairness, it's a great album.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it Um, it is. I I do actually do have it on vinyl, and I remember I actually go ahead and fix your thought first, Mike. I can pitch this in a second, I'll remember. So,
0: oh, sorry. sorry, Well, my thought on the song is it's nothing like the Beach Boys, but (laughs) but I I understand what you mean, but uh, it's you know, they the way they write music i think is fantastic both in terms of you know they're quite prolific they write lots of songs they've got lots of things to say but it's very observational now as well that's the thing that's helped them come into their own sounds it's not just kind of you know bluesy rock tunes about love or whatever it's it, it's observational it's thoughtful in terms of the lyrics and it's kind of quirky right it's you know well, Whatever their line wasn't that, I, fair want I want to show you my record collection. is is great. It's just like a brilliant kind of little snippet, a little window into someone's life, which I love. So I think that's really smart. And then you know the three of them working together is brilliant. They just sound awesome. So yeah, very
1: well, very cool. To team. be fair, I wouldn't say they sound the Beach Boys. I'm comparing them to the no no I know. Okay, uh, <laughs> no, and no specific.
0: no 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 no
1: no offense to either one, but you know what I mean. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, but, I was I was just.
1: Uh you know, thank you, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, well, it's a question where it grips it. All right, Um, just before we get to our next song uh, uh, or our last song for part one, so real quick here, I've told the story a couple of times, but um, the reason why I got into the Beach Boys Pet Sounds was it was, I want to say, about 1998, 99. Like, I kind of like the Beach Boys Array, but not as much as I do now. And my dad is talking, and he says, well, we are we're doing a couple of errands together. And he said, "You know what I was listening to CBC which is you know Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, and uh they're talking about uh um guilty pleasure bands or or, or artists right and it's I have to admit because normally you admit it but it's because I have to admit because I actually really do like the Beach Boys and I got pet sounds and he had it in his car got the CDs, like, oh awesome well will pop it in right so we're listening it was like Man, this is a fucking fantastic album. Like fucking, Wayne Wilson's a goddamn genius. Like Mike Love, holy fuck! Like Mike Love, man. Like well, man, wow. (laughs) You know, like so. It's like. It's like okay, yeah, and and forever. I like I said, I have the vinyl. I have on my phone, the whole thing. But yeah, that that's that one of the classic albums of all time. Is Beach Boys' Pet Sounds and my, it Brian, really is. Brian Wilson and, and and Mike Love. Fuck man, no, forget it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but you're absolutely spot on. It's one of those where you know, even if I mean I don't know even a lot of other stuff by them because that album's just so famous. But there, it's something about it's just that moment in time that it just all came together perfectly and worked really well, which might have been the LSD, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not recommending it. But, it, yeah. it, it, you know, it just it's it's a brilliant album. I don't think it matters what kind of music. I don't even see it as a guilty pleasure. I think it's something everyone should enjoy. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's good. Oh, man. It like,
0: should, should sure. just be a pleasure.
1: <laughs> absolutely. So we have one song left here for part one, and we'll have a, a bit of a quick break till. Part two, which is a mix of the Rock Saga and Down the Rabbit Hole. So, the saga of Down the Rabbit Hole, so to speak, or?
0: The Rabbit Hole Saga.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> All right. So, next up, uh, again, I guess this is a premiere's will. At least that's what we tweeted. So, um, um, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, new artist's name is Eric Linden. And uh, this is a great tune. This one's called Chasing You. Dig this. Another Saturday night and you're still all alone.
6: Spent the whole damn evening swiping left on your phone, waiting for him to call ya straight out of the blue for another drunken midnight rendezvous. up to It's not a love triangle When nobody's chasing you It's not a love triangle When nobody's chasing you you made your mind up It's time to make your move Touch up your makeup you're blushing in high pursuit He's leaning in the Got something to prove You try and catch his attention He doesn't notice you
1: Right on, Eric Linden with "Chasing You," and uh, we've got uh, introduced him uh, via Negatron's. The Negatron's would we'll be playing in part two, but uh, a great tune. Uh, very um, actually, you know what? Think, to be completely honest, reminds me of Harvey Danger. <laughs> nice. You know, Fight Pole I just like it's like you know that's yeah. like, just just a, the kind of same kind of uh, um, almost kind of Buddy Holly, but progressive like new age rock and roll. I just like he just. Yeah, it just—it's very, very strong. I love the vocals are—they're they're, they're solid, and it just the guitar playing—it just—it just—it's awesome, man. I can really enjoy this one. I could really kind of give you a good twist on on, on a blues rock slash fifty sixties uh vibe and sound to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I love the idea of progressive Buddy Holly. That's that. I mean, that is such a perfect. Description. <laughs> Thank you That's you very
1: much.
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, it's almost like i suppose you put like power pop like a lot of the stuff big star records puts out sort of sits in this uh kind of place like it would fit with like indeed and the armoires and people like that um but yeah this is a great tune it's it's got like a garage rock thing going on as well though which i really like do you know what i mean it's got that kind of it's it's well produced but it's got a raw quality to it which is really cool it just feels like the kind of thing you'd get together and just rock out and you know but it's kind of polished so it could work as like you know the band that are playing at the prom in a film might sound a bit like this because they're a little bit edgy but they're kind of you know they're you know someone fancies the singer or (laughs) or whatever but no it's a great tune i've got a feeling i might be wrong about this but i've got a feeling he said he was working on an album as well um there is also a brilliant thing with this which i'm not going to read all of because um because it's long but i i do love sort of the narrative that people put on band camp and it says it's about a woman caught up in a relationship drama of a love triangle she's not over her ex but she's moved on to somebody new it's straight ahead rocker because she's facing the truth about her love careering out of control and then it kind of goes on to describe it a bit more but i, I do love i think you know i this uh I lots of conversations about Bandcamp, camp but I, I i i do believe that you should put Something other than just the song <laughs> on the front page of up like this guy, like Eric Linden has, describe it and make me go ooh, because then I will almost certainly go have my money. <laughs> <Take up> my <laughs> I can't help myself, and I don't think I'm alone. I think I represent generally music fans because it's what makes here's me a stand blank out. check
1: for whatever price you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> not Jeff Bezos, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking Family Guy, like like when he meets someone one like here, sure is a blank check for whatever price you want, and I will pay it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I love Family Guy. Uh, but yeah, absolutely quality tune. Great way to end part one as well. Um, I like that. That's a good kind of outro uh, type tune, which is wicked.
1: Yeah, so um, it's about quarter after seven here in 12 15 Mike's time. So about 15 minutes ish, roughly. I reckon so okay so uh we'll they'll be back in about 15 minutes and we get about 20 songs or not 20 songs actually yeah 20 songs back through so we'll get through get through those or at least most of my promise so uh we'll be back in about 15 20 minutes until then we'll let uh, dr Krieger take us out and do this Banks of the supercomputer.
6: Woo! Shrink eating that! Krigger out!